Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about tetanus. Tetanus. So what is tetanus? Well, tetanus is a disease that is caused by the neurotoxin known as tetanospasmin. This toxin is released by Clostridium tetany. Usually, the bacteria enters the person through a wound or a break in the skin. At that time, the toxin is released and affected and actually affects the, the nervous system. So the nervous system is the target point. Patients who are affected present with pain and tingling at the site of inoculation. The early signs include muscle spasticity, stiff jaw, stiff neck, difficulty swallowing, and irritability. Late manifestation include hyperreflexia, jaw spasm, which is trismus, and trismus is actually locked jaw, facial spasm, abdominal stiffness, and back, back stiffness. Patients may have cephalic tetanus. These patients manifest um, confusing clinical findings, uh, including dysphagia, trismus, and focal cranial um, neuropathies that can lead to a misdiagnosis of stroke. And we're talking about cephalic tetanus. The facial nerve is most commonly affected in cephalic tetanus. The toxin inactivates the inhibitory neurotransmission that normally modulates anterior horn cells and muscle contraction. The loss of inhibition of anterior horn cells and autonomic neurons result in increased muscle tone, painful spasms, and widespread autonomic instability. Now, the toxin can also affect the adrenal gland. As a result, the neural control of catecholamine is inhibited, and catecholamine release is increased. Excess catecholamine can cause hypersympathetic state that manifest as sweating, tachycardia, and hypertension. So what complications should we be aware of? Well, the most important thing to be aware of is airway obstruction. Airway obstruction resulting in asphyxiation, urinary retention, and constipation. So asphyxiation in the airway, urinary retention, and constipation. What's the prevention of tetanus? There are two types of prevention, active immunity and passive immunity. Active immunity prevents tetanus. The TD vaccine is given in three doses. The first two doses are given four to six weeks apart, and the third dose is given six to 12 months later. 
Remember, exposure to tetanus does not confer immunity. And that's important to remember. Exposure to tetanus does not confer immunity. Patients still can um, still need to be vaccinated after exposure. And even after that, boosters are given every 10 years. Now, passive immunity. Passive immunity occurs when the patient receives the immunoglobulin. Remember, the vaccine and the immunoglobulin should be started at the same time. Who should receive the immunoglobulin? Well, number one, persons who are not immunized. Number two, persons whose, um, whose immune, um, immune status is uncertain. And number three, persons with contaminated wounds. So these persons are actually candidate for the immunoglobulin. The treatment. Human tetanus immune globulin, which is HTIG, is the antitoxin of choice to neutralize unbound toxin. Um, when it's given, it should be given in 500 units intramuscularly. Then, of course, you have wound debridement, and it's recommended that metronidazole should be given 7.5 milligrams per kg every six hours to a maximum of four grams within the day. Well, this brings us to the end of this brief review of tetanus. Remember, your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care. <laughs>